What up, what up, what up? It's the SoFro Sports Show, baby. January 25th, 2019. We got a full slate today. NBA, NFL, All-Pro. We're talking Super Bowl and everything that's happened this week in sports. I'm Billy. Merrick. And this is the SoFro Sports Show. All right. First up, we're going to go through this week of sports news. Got some interesting headlines, some interesting topics to talk about. Yeah. First and foremost, what we got? D'Angelo Williams, former running back. Who? Well, I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> D'Angelo Williams, former running back, is now a amateur pro wrestler. Yeah, I actually saw him wrestle. That's at, ridiculous. Uh, some of his clips online. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's funny. Why? Why are we bringing this to start the show with that? Start the I show with that awesome. little clip. Andrew yeah. Williams was cool. Yeah, he was cool for and a little now bit. Now he's a wrestler. It's a great topic to start the show off. On. You know how it goes. Got to bring it in a little <laughs> Gotta, funny, a little spice to it. A little spice. Next right. topic. All right. I mean, that's yeah. just kind of cool to talk. Yeah, about. it was a little fun. Yeah, whatever. Next topic. Big rumors going around. Antonio Brown to the Seattle Seahawks. I have not seen that. I only saw the 49ers rumors. Yeah, well, I mean, this wouldn't be up to him. Obviously, this would be a trade. But I think this could be an interesting fit for him. I don't think I don't think he goes to Seahawks. No, I mean, I think I don't. Well, he doesn't have a choice, yeah, number one. Yeah, that's what one. I'm saying. So. If, I'm, if I was the Steelers, I'd send him to the worst. I'd send him not to the Browns. They're, they're oh, on the nice. come up. But, uh, yeah, I'd send him some dysfunctional place just because. You know, yeah. I just he's so disrespectful sometimes. That was some BS he pulled on that organization, not showing up for Week 17. Yeah, and that meant you could have went to the playoffs. Yeah, and they won without you. Yep. I Antonio Brown is he's probably one of my favorite receivers still in the league, okay. but he just was so just the way he handled it, just terrible. Pretty classless. Yeah. I I mean, if if he wants the ideal situation, I think 49ers probably offers a good place for him. Uh, with Jimmy G coming back, you know, to get a stud wide receiver, then you have Goodwin and then Kittle. Yeah, I think that'd be a good spot for him. But um, I really don't think he'll have a choice if the Steelers do trade him, if that's what they decide to do. Yeah, and yeah, but the Seahawks, um, they have Baldwin. Yeah, Tyler Lockett. Kears. Tyler Lock. No, Curse is on. Oh Jets yeah, now. yeah. Whoa, that was Yikes. that's a little two years. Yeah, uh, yeah no but kidding. uh. Not a bad fit, I guess. Seahawks no. need some more weapons, but do they really want to expand that cap room like that? Like, yeah, just like, find some and old. he's thirty. He's yeah, he's thirty, and so is Doug Baldwin. I think. Yeah. I think he's twenty nine or thirty. So, yep. I mean, is it really worth it for the Seahawks? I don't think so. A move that was apparently worth it for the Seahawks was Paxton Lynch. Oh, I saw that. They scooped up Paxton Lynch, which. Questionable, questionable, very much. But this was ridiculous to me. Let me, let me talk for a second. I mean, Kaepernick signing went in the league. Yeah, stop. <laughs> Paxton Lynch is a joke, a bust. We knew it coming out of college. I don't oh, know was, how John yeah. Elway could whiff so bad on he, he such falls a high in love. pick. Falls in love with those six, seven quarterbacks. Right. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. Brock Osweiler. I mean, he was just... Mm. Yeah. Oh, goodness um, gracious. What's so weird about Paxton Lynch was he had a lot of upside, obviously, but 
you know, like they obviously overpicked for him because they thought, you know, if you're going to pick a quarterback, you can't really blame them. You know, if you think you can pick a franchise quarterback, you pick them in the first round. Yeah. You know, uh, it doesn't matter who's on the board. But the fact that he can't even – they didn't have a quarterback, and he couldn't even start – like, who was it? Trevor Simeon was yeah. the starting quarterback over over your first-round pick, and he was a six-rounder, I believe. Yep. I mean, how he just can't throw. No. I don't get it. Terrible. He he has all the upside just based off his body, but well, he doesn't yeah, have uh, any upside based off of his. I I just don't. He can he confuses me more than most quarterbacks. Why is that? That high and you can't throw. Like he he literally when you watch him on the field, he is a weird throwing motion, and it doesn't it doesn't work in the NFL level. And the fact that he's picked, what what pick was it? Um, twelve. Twelve. Yeah, that's just just a whiff. Just straight up whiff. It was really I mean yeah, I believe it was twelve. I can find out for us. It was definitely in the in the tens. I know that. Yeah, for in sure. In the teens. Um but yeah, I just don't pick him up. Who uh, twenty six. He was twenty six? Twenty six. Really? I thought it was way earlier. Twenty six. But still a whiff. A oh, whiff's for a whiff. Sure. Yeah, that was but, uh, gross. No, and I mean the positions that were available, like the quarterbacks that were available after Paxton Lynch. Oh, I mean those aren't great either. But Prescott, Hackenberg, Brissett, Cody Kessler, Connor Pres- Cook, Dak Prescott, Cardale Jones, the two-time Pro Bowler, Kevin Hogan. Nate Sudfeld, Jake Rudock. Jeff was, that wasn't a great class for QBs, no. was it? What was the top of the class? Just Jared and uh, Carson Wentz. Jared Goff and Carson Wentz. Yeah, so so Paxton Lynch yeah, is the just, third quarterback. Just not not a not a deep class. You know, you got no. a couple solid guys. Yeah, Dak I mean, Prescott too. outperforms everybody. So <laughs> yeah, that's he he has outperformed according to his drafts. All right, no, and like next. Not, okay, yeah, we'll get off of Cowboys. You know. Yeah, since they did so well. Let's just not start with Uh the Cowboys. It's not about them right now. Breaking news. Urban Meyer is reportedly going to Fox Sports per sport, like at Sporting News on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I Uh, saw that. Yeah, this, I didn't think this was a shocker. Just some Easy move. Yeah, for sure. He's a personable guy. Make a lot of money doing that. Exactly. I think this was a solid pick for... Fox Sports, you know, he'll bring in a lot of eyeballs. Fox Sports is, has been nabbing a lot of for sure. good people in for the sure. sports world. No, that, so this this only made sense to pick up a veteran coach who, who definitely knows this stuff. Yeah. For sure. No, it's always a good move. Yeah, exactly. Other NFL news, though. This Brady laser. What? Did you see this? I don't know what you're talking about. I read about about this. Okay, I saved this for the show. We didn't talk about it before. This okay, so in Kansas City during the AFC championship game. Is this like the flake gate? This is like the flake gate. Tom Brady had had a green laser flashed in his eyes during plays from Kansas City fans. That's awesome. That's Dude. the way sports should be played. Oh, that's how it should be played. <laughs> Just bend the rules. <laughs> okay. 
if it were anybody else, I'd say that's that's terrible. But it's the Patriots. No, but how how is this not the the lead story on every media outlet in America? Because people hate the Patriots. It's so good. There's a good reason to hate the Patriots. Why? Because they if, win. No, 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 they no, win. no, 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 no. Don't start with that. Okay. I, I we're both on the same page. We appreciate greatness. We're not gonna. We're not just going to bash a team to bash a team, you know, if they're great. That's um, true. And, you know, we were probably, I'd imagine you were a hater of the Patriots for a while, right? Until you realize, like, hey, they are the one of the greatest dynasties, if not the greatest dynasty in football. Tom Brady's the GOAT. You got to respect it at some point, you know? Yeah. But if you only hate them for the cheating, I could get that. Cheating? Yeah, Deflategate and Deflategate's not not the worst one, I'd say. But um, the one for the Rams Super Bowl where they're filming the Rams, yeah. or was it the Panthers Giants. or the whatever they were doing? Okay. They were filming Super Bowls, and that's the time they got caught. Imagine the times they yeah. weren't even caught, and that was from a whistleblower, from Eric Mangini having to yeah. having to blow the whistle on that. So imagine all the things they've done where they haven't been caught. If you hate them just based off that, I could see it. I don't think Brady's a cheater. I just think they try to bend the rules. Which, you know, uh, depends on how you look at it. All right. Can we talk about this game? The Patriots-Chiefs? Yeah. Or do you want me to do news? I, I don't know. Do you want to talk about it first? <laughs> <laughs> I try to be professional, but it's so hard. It's so hard. All right. An let's talk coach. about it. Let's talk about this game. Okay. Um. Patrick Mahomes, uh, I think he, I thought he played well for having that big moment. Okay. Um, you know the offense and Andy Reid seemed to, they I mean to to not score anything when the offense is your strong suit. Uh, going into half, it's just it's just um, not embarrassing, but not no, a it good, is not a, it's not a good look for no, Andy Reid. It's Reed. embarrassing. I wouldn't see. I think a lot of people. I think there's very little blame that you should probably throw on Patrick Mahomes right now because although he is the lead quarterback, he's only in his second year going against Brady. You know what I mean? Like coaches, I think the coaching mattered more in the game than the quarterback play. And I thought... um, Patrick Mahomes only threw it to possibly the fastest guy in the NFL once. That's because they're double covering Tyreek Hill. No, no, no. I I, I see your point. I'm not saying... Travis Kelsey had 23 receiving yards. I thought... No, that's because of coaching. I think Bill Belichick really did lock down the Kansas City offense, which hasn't happened all year. Plus, it was cold out, you know. Um, but I think he played a fair game. Tom Brady is the GOAT. Holy cow. Um, he didn't have, what, he had a touchdown and two interceptions or something? Yeah. Uh, should have been three. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if D4 doesn't line off uh, yeah, offsides, offsides, holy cow. But, uh. Is but that the blunder of the century? Is a very entertaining game. Um, Gronk shows up in big moments. Apparently, oh, wow. he could only catch when when two people are draped on him or someone's right Something in his face. Stupid like that. But uh, he'll drop a wide open ball and lead it to an interception that yep. should have counted. But D Ford again. Counted. I mean, um, Patriots. Yeah, you know everybody always counts them out, but yeah. everybody. You know, you got to consider coaching. You got to consider experience, and they have more than anybody ever. So it just speaks to the greatness of this Belichickian 
dynasty, Let's... this Brady dynasty, it's so staggering to me that Tom didn't have a great game. You know, it's not great statistically. No, but sti- if you watched exactly. it, he had a great game. Statistically, he had a seventy-seven passer rating. You know, only three hundred. Well, three hundred forty-eight yards is quite a bit. But a touchdown. In but the- a touchdown for and two picks. So, if you just read that, yeah, but, you would think, yeah. So just. He's such a game manager. He's got this whole locker room rallying behind him. Oh, yeah. I mean, you saw Julian Edelman old. on the sideline. Not fast. Yeah. Mother effing him like, you're too old. You know, hyping him up. Mm-hmm. You're too, we're, we have no skill players. We're too old. You just got to, I mean, Bill Belichick, just the way he constructs games. Ooh. I'm convinced you could put him on any high school team in America and he'd win national champion for high school. That's how good of a coach Bill Belichick is. And that's the truth. He really he could take a bunch of scrubs and make them just make them they all gel so well. You yeah, could tell every year even though you know there was a big deal about they're not fun. They have no fun. Well, you know, you know what's fun? Yeah. Winning games, winning championships. Yep. Every year going to the playoffs. That's fun. Exactly. There was a, there was a quote that came out today uh, from 2012. Brandon Spikes, a former Patriot linebacker. Speaks, I believe. No, speaks. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Brandon Speaks. Uh, Brandon Spikes was in tears after missing the Pro Bowl. He didn't get to make the Pro Bowl. And Tom Brady's response was, you think I play this shit to go to Pro Bowls? <laughs> We're trying to win rings. No. Uh, How about Tom Brady? This will be his ninth his ninth Super Bowl. Now, mind you, New England has played in 10 Thursday night football games. Yeah. What? This year alone? or No. T- Thursday night games, dummy. Yeah. yeah. In, in the franchise history. Yeah. So they have one less Super Bowl appearance than they do Thursday night game. I mean, he has more appearances than anybody. Yes. Any team. Yes. I mean, it's just not fair. I just can't wait till they're Okay, that's rude, but I think No, it's I, you know, remarkable. And it's remarkable. Josh McDaniels, their offensive coordinator, this has been talked about all weekend. Uh, Peter King reports that the Pats put in eight new plays in the, in lobby. the hotel in the lobby. lobby before this game. I mean, this is remarkable. And they worked. And, and they, they said worked. majority they used, of them worked. Yep, yeah. They used six of the eight. I mean, what do you want me to say? There's not much to say. Okay, can we talk about this, though? Um, let's talk about overtime. Because. Okay, before we adjust the you want you want to talk about overtime right now? I I don't think there's anything wrong with overtime. I think my problem with overtime is only in the playoffs. I don't mind that system during the regular season. I think during the regular season it matters, but it matters less. You know, you have yeah, multiple sure. times to score, but in the playoffs, I do think you should allow both teams to at least touch the ball. Cuz then cuz the problem I have with it is that the coin toss is based on luck. And football shouldn't be a game of luck. It should be a game of skill. No, a football game is played. Look, I get a, I get both teams had an opportunity to, exactly. opportunity all throughout the game. Yep. But I think I 
Well, one, I think it's more entertaining. I think if you had a college style where both teams got to touch the ball, I think NFL should just adapt where uh, if you score a first drive, the other team has a chance to score uh, to match it. If they don't, it's over. I think something like that would make it way more entertaining for fans. Some, just something a little more. You know what I mean? I think it's a little disappointing, disheartening to, to let your team go out before they even touch the ball. During, during the playoffs only. This is only during playoffs, I think. No. Though the previous rule was way worse with the field goal. Would you yeah, agree on for that? Sure. That was a totally terrible agree. rule. Totally agree. That's garbage. But I don't think it should be first team to score. No, Tom Brady, they were met with three third and tens. They converted on all of them. No, they deserve to win the game. I'm not saying okay. that based on this rule. No, but I'm not, what I'm saying is. I'm just saying in the future, I would like to see a maybe. A football game is to be played within 60 minutes. After the 60 minutes is garbage time. Your objective was to win in regular no, time. I, I completely, I'm on your side about that. I get that you both had time to score, out, play the team, and yeah. it went to overtime. I just think during playoffs, I think, uh, like, even though you're taking it more from a football player's perspective, okay. I think if you look at it from the NFL, I think it benefits the NFL more if you had both teams. Oh, as a fan, for o- sure. No, because offense is what drives viewership. So if yeah, you had both, sure. I think the NFL should go to that just based off that alone. Okay. And I think that it would it would be – you know, just from a fan, you want to see your team at least have a chance and not just leave it up to, a, to a coin toss. So I think they should not implement it necessarily next season, but maybe test out a few things during preseason or anything like some. You know, something where they're where they're just trying to see if anything else would be better for their for their brand. I think that would be smart. I as a yeah, as a football fan, not not just speaking as a former player. But as a fan, for sure, yeah. that system would it's, definitely. Oh, college overtime oh, yeah, is college amazing. College football overtime is so much fun to watch. Your heart is racing the whole time for because sure. it could. The NFL just feels like another drive, and then it ends. Yep. Yeah, that's but true. College football is like line up, and like every play matters. Well, hundred and ten percent. Speaking about o- OT, let's talk this Ram Saints game. Oh, Breeze got robbed. Yeah, I'm really, sure. I'm really sad about this one. Yeah, I, I really didn't have emotional ties in the game besides the fact that I really like Drew Brees and I wanted him to get to another Super Bowl. And not only that, I wanted him to play Brady. Yeah, in that would have been Bowl. awesome. Even though I picked the Chiefs just because I thought they'd win, I would, I would, I'd pay a lot more money. Like if I had to pay for the Super Bowl, I'd pay a lot to see Brees Brady. For sure. Braze, oh wait, I said Braze Breeze. It's okay. Breeze Brady. It's been a long day. <laughs> but everyone, I'm sure, has seen, you know, this this P.I. call that should have been called. There's two P.I.s. Uh, there are. But, you know, I kind of. Look, you get breaks throughout the game. Yeah, that's there what There was I'm a saying. face mask on Jared Goff. They didn't it, get called. Everybody talks about it. Yeah. But the problem with that one, I think, is that it was so blatant. The problem, like, a lot of those, you know, like a face mask call depends on the angle of what the referees are. Yeah. If you watch the sideline camera, there's two refs right there and a back judge. And the one ref tells the other ref not to throw the flag. It it just it just didn't didn't sit well, you know. And it doesn't help with people that think the NFL's rigged or it doesn't help with with the brand. 
And how about that certain DB, Roby Coleman, got fined for that hit? Too. Helmet to helmet, yeah. Because it was, that's the other thing, too, is you could have just thrown the flag to be safe. You know, they can always pick up flags. Yep. But you can't re, you can't do a penalty after you didn't call it. Well, typical of Saints fans, they are going absolute crazy about oh, this. Yeah. You see what Michael Thomas put on his... Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But there was an eye doctor in New Orleans who offered free eye exams to all NFL refs. Oh, that's funny. That would come down to New Orleans and let him give them a I mean, free eye exam. Yeah, I mean, as a Cowboys fan, I never have gotten the chance to see my team like lose like that yeah you know in such a big moment because they haven't been in a very important game in a while but uh i could i could only imagine i i would throw up i mean the when des didn't catch the ball or when he did catch the ball and the refs (laughs) the nfl rigged it but um (laughs) i i i was so upset that game so i could this would be 10 times worse yeah for sure i mean there's even another saints fan after in uh, atlanta where the super bowl is going to be He's put up billboards around the city and around the the arena or the you know the yeah. stadium. Oh my gosh, I can't speak. Around the stadium, saying the Saints got rigged. This is BS. The Saints should be here. Yeah. And it's crazy to think that. Now this is other news, but the Rams have the first cheerleading squad with dudes on it. <laughs> Well, that was a weird transition. That's a weird transition. Okay, you shouldn't win if you have dude cheerleaders. And they have dude cheerleaders, and they beat the Saints. Garbage. 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 I want to bring this up because we didn't talk about talking about this. Sorry, that was a weird transition. That was a weird transition. That's okay. But, uh, okay. Uh, You know, I'm more conspiracy theorist than you are. For sure. Would you believe that there is some... Not rigging, like blatant rigging, but would some you believe higher being? Would would you believe there is some favoritisms towards one team winning oh, one? Oh my god, for sure. Okay, so we're both on the same page on that because for sure. Although I don't think like I've seen videos on YouTube where it's like yeah. NFL's rigged and they they're like going to deep explanations, but I think the NFL is out for itself. It's, like yeah. it should be. It's a company. At the end of the day, the goal is to make money. It's the not highest to- rated game in the NFL this year was Chiefs Rams. And in that Monday night game, my point being is I guarantee that the Chiefs and the Rams were, you know, Goodell's picks. Like, no, you know I I'm don't. Saying? I do not think that. I you think don't think so? I would have thought it. Well, okay. So the number one viewership throughout the league is going to be Cowboys, Green Bay Packers, and Patriots. Those, those get the highest views. Well, every- teams, but I'm saying game. No, I, I get that. Okay, so those are, those are the three highest teams. Obviously, Green Bay wasn't in the playoffs. So, Cowboys, Patriots. Um, were the Cowboys in the playoffs? Cowboys were in the playoffs. They lost, whatever. Wait, okay. were they? I don't remember. I'm just saying, why don't you just listen to my points? Stop digging No, I'm me. just trying to be a douche. So, Wait, were the Cowboys in the playoffs? They lost to the Rams. They won one game. Oh, okay. okay, 237 rushing Every games. Every Cowboy game is pretty much more viewership than, than most low-level wildcard games. Like they they have a large fan base. So the Patriots. Patriots have a large fan base, and um, Patriots like the the face mat or the roughing the passer call that really wasn't roughing the passer yeah. and stuff like that. I'm not saying that that they're blatantly doing that, but I just think there's a certain maybe not a direct message, but some sort of you know just leniency towards 
towards the Patriots wanting to wanting the Patriots to basically win the game. Mm. And and the and the Rams, I think they won the Rams. Win. No, I would have bet against that. I would have thought that the NFL was leaning towards a rematch, like I no. said. Patriots get more money, man. Yeah, but a rematch of that crazy game. KC's a small market. Yeah, I agree. Regardless of how good they are. I agree, but I think that rematch thing, they would have eaten that up. Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl, greatest quarterback, uh, single season ever. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. Anyways, the backlash from these games, although do want to mention before we just get off this topic, the Saints-Rams game wasn't great. What I found out from this game is Drew Brees is getting old. Jared Goff is the real deal. Eh. Jared Goff's not, not the real sold. deal? Not sold. Okay, I am totally sold on I'm not Jared sold Goff. on I'm, – obviously, he's a franchise quarterback. I'm not sold that he's a top-tier franchise quarterback. Is he a top-10 quarterback in the NFL? Top-10 right now? Probably – he's probably close to the t- 10 spot. I don't know if – He's no. top-10, for sure. I'd have to think about it a little bit, but he's definitely, he's definitely close. I wouldn't say top-5, though. Definitely not going to be top five ever in my head. We'll see. I'm just not sold off that game okay. basis. I'm Fair not enough. saying in the future, but right now I wouldn't say he's going to be a top five in, in two years. Fair enough. I, I Okay. Yeah. Just some other news from this previous championship weekend. Uh, one of our competitors, Stephen A. Smith, we caught him slipping. Uh, uh, yeah. In a pregame presser about this uh, – Chiefs Patriots huh. matchup. He said the Patriots were going to have trouble guarding Kareem Hunt. What? This is why. This is why we're the professionals, and we need to leave the amateurs. Exactly. <laughs> to amateur stations. Exactly. Like ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Fox Sports. CBS. This is why you can't trust them, and that's why you got to listen to exactly. all your sports news from us. Exactly. Thank you. <laughs> You it took the words right out of my couldn't mouth. Be, couldn't be said better. <laughs> no. I. It's ridiculous. How do you... And Stephen no, he A. said Smith Hunter has, Henry the last week. Yeah, he said Hunter Henry the last week. <laughs> oh, What? He's been off of ACL for a year. Yeah. He yeah. said Derek Thomas was playing in that Chiefs game, too. No, he ranked Brady as, his, as the fifth best quarterback in the playoffs. Ridiculous. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith is... He's not a clown. He's let's a clown. not let's not use the word clown. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna use the word clown. We take. Have hot, you seen this hot. Derek Carr, Stephen A. Smith Twitter beef too? Oh yeah, oh, because Derek beef? Carr said they don't know how to watch tape. Which I guarantee, if you sat them down in front of a tape and let Derek Carr with them, they don't know anything about football compared to Derek Carr. He's an NFL quarterback. The fact that they try to defend themselves, ridiculous. Like, what are you defending? He's an NFL quarterback. He's borderline genius. Yeah, insult. And he's been to a Pro Bowl. Like. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's a hot take, Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith, a clown. Hire us, ESPN. Better ratings. Plus, we're (laughs) younger. We can work for longer. I don't know. You don't even have to pay me. Yeah, really, you don't. (laughs) Just put me on ESPN. If you just give me a house, I'd I'd, I'd be free. (laughs) Anyways, some other news from this championship weekend. Obviously, the Chiefs fired their defensive coordinator, Bob Sutton. Who? Yeah, we all saw non-existent this defense. Ex- yeah, exactly, non-existent defense. Well, no, Chiefs defense not bad at home, but that's besides the point. They were exactly. terrible. This they year. couldn't get to the quarterback. Uh, They're just the- old to me. I think the Chiefs. Remember when uh, Justin Houston and uh, 
Who else was on there? Tamba Hali. Yeah, those two. They were they Nuts. were they were good. Nuts. for like a good three year gap. For sure. And then, and then it and then it just fizzled. Yeah. I yeah. So obviously, it's um, a big shakeup. This yeah, weekend. for sure. I, although we saw that coming, you know, they needed to do something after that embarrassing game. Yep. Yeah. So and like I said, other NFL news. We already talked about this. The Rams having the first male cheerleaders. I don't wonder. I mean. Oh, I'm bringing it up again. That's ridiculous <laughs> to me. I mean, we got to talk about this more. Yeah, um, ridiculous. Are they Are they just for stunts or are they actually cheerleaders? Cheerleaders. So not like just guys that no. throw girls. Uh, you know, it's L.A. It's 2019. It's L.A. Is that all we need to say? Yeah, let's Fair not enough. let's not get too divisive. <laughs> Maybe that's that's for a different day. Different that's for show. a different show. This is not F- yeah. not it. Yeah, Other, hey, yeah. uh, unlike ESPN, we're not willing to go into politics and no. and let that skew our sports. Yeah, why would we? Because <laughs> we're the best in the business, right, Eric? Right. Thank you. Couldn't have said it. Other <laughs> NFL news: Larry Fitzgerald was reported before this announcement who but no yeah you're gonna who larry fitzgerald he was reportedly thinking about retiring oh big head yeah he's got a big (laughs) head i'm glad that he's not i'm a big fan josh rosen needs all the help he can get cliff kingsbury i like larry he's gonna he's a legend he's like 23 receptions off of uh breaking number two yeah all time and so it's crazy to think about he did not start like if you look at him in the beginning of here versus now yeah it's crazy difference crazy. he converted himself completely to a slot not yep. he doesn't have the speed anymore just has the yep. amazing route running that now keeps him going incredible hands you know incredible hands but before he's deep threat, you know he's a big dude yeah now he's a slot guy which crazy. is uh it just goes to show he's he's a the hard worker yeah and a good man and um has very little ego for sure. He could have signed anywhere else at some point, but nope. You know, Decided to be in AZ for forever. You yep. know, awesome. Good for him. Good for him. Last in our NFL news breaker, Ravens extend John Harbaugh I saw through twenty twenty. Now we're gonna have different opinions on this one. Oh, we for sure are going to. I am a John Harbaugh fan. I am a John Harbaugh hater. Yeah. A defense carried him to that Super Bowl. Yeah. No, stop. If flag, no, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And they weren't even supposed to win that game because of you know the lights shutting off at halftime is the only reason why they won that game. What? Yes, the momentum was totally in uh, San Francisco. Hold, hold on, you're you're saying this. Let me stop. You're gonna embarrass yourself on on radio, <laughs> dude. Jacoby Jones ran a. Uh, kickoff return back at halftime and then the lights shut down. The Ravens had all the momentum. They were up some ridiculous score if you want to look at the halftime. Yeah, but John was getting in, or Jim was getting in their butts like this was going to be a good comeback and it no, the comeback stalled no, 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 everything. No, 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 You were really wrong about this. You're going to embarrass yourself like you don't know what you're talking about. The The Ravens were way ahead and the lights shut down, and then this, this, the 49ers came back. Exactly. This comeback was inevitable. No, it was it not stop- No, it stops everything. It Jacoby gives everybody Jones cold. ran a touchdown back, ran a kickback for yes, a touchdown. Yes, I know. And then 
the only reason the 49ers were able to come back is because the lights turned off and all the momentum was rebalanced. Nope. Okay. You know how fired up you get after something happens like that. Jacoby Jones ran a touchdown back. Yeah, but you the, we were already together. They were already down so many points. Exactly. It'd be like, let's go. It's a Super Bowl. Let's get out there. Let's go kick some teeth in. And then Jacoby Jones runs a touchdown back <laughs> to start the half. And then the lights shut down. I don't understand what we're, what we're missing here. I don't understand what you're missing. We've played together. Seeing someone score on you on your field, although that wasn't their field, but gets you fired up. Not when you're down by thirty at half. No, it wasn't that drastic. Yes, it. No, it wasn't. Oh my God, I Look can't. It up. Even, I can't even debate this. Why Look we? It up. Why are you bringing up a Super Bowl that they won? That's because. Any, okay, did they win? Did John Harbaugh <laughs> win a right, Super Bowl? I, egg on my face. All right, I sound dumb. <laughs> that was awful. That, sound take. Dumb. that was the worst take in history. In history. <laughs> oh. In history. In history. Yeah, for sure. But, um... No. No, John, John Harbaugh's a clown. The defense carried him. They should have lost that game. That's what the point I was trying to make. Uh, you know, no. Gimmicky offense this year. Should have never re-signed him. Clown show. Ravens suck. Ozzie Newsom's the real hero no. of that team. G- drafting talented... A talented young roster. It's a joke. John no. Harbaugh's John Harbaugh, he's good. Um... Top 15 coach in the NFL. And um, once you get into the top 15, I, I don't think there's much better you can get. You know, not everybody's Sean Vay. Not everybody's going to be Bill Belichick. Top 15? No, it's not. Oh, 16. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> he's, uh, you can't get much better. And he's, um, you know, I think what's unique about John Harbaugh is that I think you'd even have to give him credit for it, is the Ravens are always competitive with the, the Patriots. And they're probably the one team that's always competitive with the Patriots. Fair enough. At in in Foxborough, they're what the Jets beat them and the Ravens, I believe. Yep. Those are the only two in the playoffs. Yep. So I think you know, you gotta. Who are you gonna hire? Who Who would you have signed over him? Uh, Mike McCarthy. Okay, but then that's a whole new culture change, and then basically you're you're almost tossing a year. No. I don't think what did they sign him to? A three year deal? Twenty twenty three. So four year. So maybe that was too long, but you know, he's been a good And coach. they don't have a permanent quarterback solution. It's not permanent, but he, he could adapt to be. If he adapts, it could be Stop. it could, okay. could be a franchise solution. You're ridiculous. That's whatever. You draft based off how he plays. Ridiculous to me. What I, okay. That yeah, we're nah. Lamar Jackson go and bring a Super Bowl. Believe that. Believe that. (laughs) Baltimore. Now we're talking NBA. We have a lot to talk about, actually. It's been a pretty dramatic... Well, the NBA is very dramatic on its own already. So, first off, I do want to talk about Harden. James Harden. Who? No, I'm just kidding. Right. Who? James Harden. Scored 61 MSG against the Knicks. Zero of his points came off of an assist. See, we're we're going to defer on this, even though we're pretty much on the same page about Harden, but I think that doesn't matter. 
Oh, when it's playoff time, that's going to matter no, no, a no. whole lot. See, this is where we're on the same page on that, right? Okay. But I think for this game, who cares? Okay. Fair. They, they don't have Chris Paul. They don't have Clint Capella. They have Eric Gordon and some role players. And, you know, like James Harden, what he's doing right now is as as great as it as like scoring that much is. I mean, like I can't drop 10 in a rec league. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he's dropping 61 on professionals. Yeah. Uh, but as great as it is, it seems lesser than every other great scorer that we've seen go on streaks like this. Well, is that just me? He's not. He's not a team player. He's but just Kobe a, was similar in that he would bring the ball up, not pass. That's you true. know he'd have the highest usage rate. Yeah. But to me, it just seems a little like weak the way he the way he scores. It's not as I don't know. I like a little like to it yeah it just seems like because he's shooting so many free throws it, i think the free throws are really is what's taking <laughs> away the taking away the specialness of it yeah. because you know like it's hard to hit 25 three throws in a game yeah but if you're giving him 30 tries you know he's a professional player that's you're standing he's still, still and that t- and it pauses the clock so you have more time to score like and they're just fouling like the fouls that they're calling on him is just ridiculous. They need to if LeBron got fouled like that, oh, LeBron averaged 50. Yeah, for sure. Like imagine if even if like Jordan or Kobe was getting fouled like that, they'd average 50 because when you get 20 free throws and the clock stops and you get to shoot maybe LeBron would average 50 cuz he's not a very good free throw shooter. <laughs> but you get my point. Yeah. I mean, if they're fouling like that cuz he's he just looks to me, he looks just not as exciting. No, I'm, I'm not as excited by this. I respect it because, you know, he doesn't have Chris Paul and Clint Capella, but I can't really – can you know, it's not a long-term solution. It's gross to me how you can score 61 points and have four assists. You know, that's not basketball. Oh, and if you watch the game, it wasn't like – it wasn't like it was getting moved around. Yeah. It was James Harden, give him the ball, let him yep. do his thing. Yep. I mean, Mike D'Antoni doesn't even have to be there right now. Because no. the, his system play. works with Chris Paul yep. and, you know, passing first point guard. Mm-hmm. And they're letting James Harden be the point guard, the shooting guard. Yep. Small, like, they're letting him do everything. Which is ridiculous to me. Except, and this is a guy yeah. who two years ago led the NBA in assists. So he's no, he's capable. Yeah, but he's changed himself from more this, of a team role. No, player. This is uh, this is James Harden that was in OKC. Yep. This is this is that version of James Harden. Uh-huh. Well, just better. Obviously. I think I think you put James Harden on a bad team, and this would be him always. You know. Yeah. But for sure. you give you know, him like against the Grizzlies on January fourteenth, fifty-seven points and two assists. Yeah. Exactly. That's, that's how, not that's basketball. How, that's how and I play infuri- on my career. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This infuriates me that this Steph Curry three-point line basketball. Oh, oh. it's, it's just it's not basketball. It's not basketball to me. It's hero ball. It's hero ball, and and yeah, as much as uh, uh yeah, and he's gonna win MVP this year if he even s- comes up with whatever. He's gonna average thirty-three a game this year, or something ridiculous. And he's gonna win it, but honestly, they're not even in a uh, top seed in the in the West right now, right? Mm-hmm. What are they at? The no, there's. But it's 
that's what that's the point I'm trying to make is that even though he is playing this you know hero ball like we were saying it's still not you know it's barely keeping them in the top five they're five right now behind the trailblazers five i mean thunder nuggets the west is such a tight competition but i just not i don't like i sound kind of like defeated about it but at this like when i watch it because because when it was happening at first you know like you can't watch every nba game there's a million of them Mm -hmm. on every day every day and then i watched the next one um it just wasn't you know, it just was like, it seemed like a guy that scored 20. You know, it was that equivalency of, like, importantness. Okay. Or excitingness. It's just not exciting to me. Yeah. Maybe I'm just being a hater or something, but I just don't see it. Me either. He's not this... He's talented, don't get me wrong, but this type of basketball just really... Well, it, it just... I think it's off. mainly because Chris Paul is in there. Okay. When Chris Paul is there, then they both kind of act as point slash... Or point guards. And then okay. James is a point slash shooting guard. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be more functional. I don't think they're real contenders in the West this year anyway. So nope. I think he realizes that a part of him does. So, so that, go... he's just He's just in his bag trying to get... Okay. You know, he's going to get his second MVP, and then they're going to be out in the first or second round of the playoffs. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. I like... That's better. Speaking of free throws like we were earlier, DeAndre Jordan, his free throw percentage is up 22% off of this new technique. He just talks to his player. He talks to Harrison Barnes. It's interesting. Every He puts his foot on the line, talks to Harrison Barnes, dribble, dribble, shoot, and his free throw is up 22%. Good for him. I mean, probably just calms him down mentally. It's all mental. Free throws are all mental. All mental. So, it, you know, do what you got to do, brother. What did I say? Uh, sorry, I forgot to leave out this point oh, about James what's Harden. Up? What's up? Uh, his main move is a travel. I don't understand yeah. why that's not called. Yep. Do I, I really – I would like to hear an explanation from the NBA. Yeah. Or just like something because we've seen what Steph tried it and yep. then got called. Yeah, but James called. Harden – does it almost every time? Like, yep. there's some he'll he'll step back and it's not travel, Obviously. but most of them are, and I'm not saying you call every travel because then it makes the game less exciting. It pauses it exactly, but you gotta call at least one or two a game if he does it like it, that egregiously. Because that one where he took like six steps back, yeah, it just was what like come on, the, you're right there. Now just call it. He's like an we all star. I get it. About. You know, uh, what this new style? No, what am I goodness gracious? I'm having get, a stroke. Get off your chest, dude! I'm freaking out. <laughs> but yeah, like like we're saying, this new style. Yeah, I mean the Rockets are five and five in their last ten. Well, You're yeah. five hundred in your last ten games, and he's having. So this doesn't win basketball games, and this. Where are the Spurs at? Can you see that? You know, it's ridiculous to me how how this is even being talked about. Like, obviously, it's very impressive, but the Spurs are right on their trail. And Spurs, Spurs to me, they're they're not as entertaining to watch. I'll tell you that. But they are very. If you're if you were a kid wanting to be a professional basketball player, you should watch the Spurs and how Greg Popovich runs his offense because. They were, I think I was watching or I was reading a statistic about how they're one of the, they shoot less threes than almost any team in the NBA, 
yet they're you know they're winning yeah and that's against what the current pattern is and that's because Popovich hates the three ball he thinks it's you know it's not basketball no it's at that point but if you watch the Spurs there's like eight eight passes at least per possession. per possession they just go around with it I I love the Spurs I think they're they're the not the Patriots necessarily because no no one's on the Patriots level anymore yeah they were for a yeah, second for for a second. But uh, they're a classy organization. Yeah. Is Pop going to retire? Isn't he retiring at 2020? I think that's what he said. Well, you know, it's been rumored that this could be his last year as well. So no. If he does, it's up to him. I mean, God bless him. He's a good guy, good coach. Fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Can't really you, you can't really give much more to the game. No, yeah. He's been, a, he's been pretty legit. I'll give him that. Yeah. He's been pretty... Legit, but what do we what's got not legit is Russell Westbrook and his trash shooting and his trash ass attitude. Okay, and how trash this man is. You gotta if and you, how if Paul you, George is plus minus. Okay, Paul George's you plus gotta, minus is sixteen when he's on the court without Russell Westbrook. Okay, um, you gotta you gotta preface things when you call players trash with a hot take. Mm, okay, hot take: Russell Westbrook is overrated. And shouldn't have won the MVP on his triple-double year. Triple-double's overrated, just like Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook's got a bad attitude. I don't like him. I don't respect him. He's a bum. Okay. Um, we're This is probably our biggest, uh, what would you call it? Point just, of uh, contention. Yeah, we just do not agree on this. Russell Westbrook is one of my favorite players. Wow, that's I love, so awesome. I love how he plays. He's not the best player in the league. Nope. He is, uh, but he will bring it every single night. I like players that outplay bum that outplay their skills. Bum. Look, I get I get what you're saying. I completely get it. Statistically, you know, you have all the arguments in the world right now. But you got to somewhat respect a player like you know what I mean? If he was if he was less athletic, he's Della Dova, you know? Delhi is is not Stop. does not deserve to be in the NBA based off of athleticism. So okay? you're gonna say Russell but Westbrook they doesn't try deserve so, to be in the NBA? No, no, they try. Don't twist my words. I'm like, like what how are you dare trying you? To say? They try so hard and they care so much, you know. And that just that type of attitude I really like in a player. And um, Westbrook did deserve his MVP that year, uh, even though LeBron deserves it every year. Yeah. Because it's if we're going off just most valuable players, LeBron. I don't care if you're a LeBron hater. You yeah. you can see what his teams are doing without him. He's valuable. Yeah, he's valuable beyond belief. You put him on any team during yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, and um, yeah, you need to just stop hating no. Westbrook, man. Russell Westbrook is a clown. Look at his last game. Look at yeah. his last game. Let's look at his last game against the Pelicans. Let's look at his last game. Look at it. Didn't Nine he drop a triple 19. dub? Didn't he drop a triple-dub? Nine for 19. That's a solid shooting from yeah, the field. Yeah, 47%. That's, That's solid fantastic. from the field. 47%? Not, from three that from three that'd be fantastic, but in the field, that's not bad. That's Stop. not a bad statistic. One for three on the three-point. At least he's not taking so many threes anymore. And no, he's a ball hog. How many assists? How he many, how many rebounds? How many assists? How many rebounds? How many points? Triple-dub. That's what he finish. dropped. Let me yeah, yeah, yeah. finish. Bomb. What I'm saying is, he's a clown. Total rebounds, obviously, pretty cool. 
He had 17 of them. He's a top five assists, point guard in the league. Two steals. And you're going to call him a bum. But. Top five point guard in the league. No. Top five. Nope. Who's above him? Steph Curry. Damian Lillard. No. Damian Lillard's not better than. Not above him, no. I love Dame. And you know we both love Dame. But Chris Paul. Chris Paul when he's, Chris when Paul. he's healthy. LeBron. This season. Let's count this season alone. Because Chris Paul is not healthy. Otherwise, I didn't. Kyrie him. Irving. Okay, I tweeted Steph Kyrie. Did you say LeBron? Chris LeBron's Paul. not listed as a point guard. Don't even, <laughs> even though he handles the ball, he's not a point guard. Chris Paul. Lay point, Bron. Yeah. No. Chris Paul. Steph Curry. Kyrie Irving. Leave Chris Paul out of it because he's been injured all year. He's still better. That doesn't count. You okay. can't do okay. that. Okay, the name Chris Paul, and you're struggling coming up with point guards right now. Well, because uh, he's not—he's not Ben Simmons, fantastic. <laughs> Who he's, doesn't shoot? He's not great. <laughs> okay, it goes Steph, Kyrie, uh, Russ, and uh, you got Chris Paul, and then um, there's a big gap. Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio, you got uh <laughs> Yeah, there's a big gap after that. Yeah, That's my point. Like yeah. I try and... uh is it Ante Decumbo point yeah, guard? Exactly. Shaq was a point guard in his Shaq prime. Shaq was a point guard. That's true. He was a just point drop, guard. Just drop fake fake just fake news. <laughs> fake news. But, but uh no, he's top Russell Westbrook. No, no, no. You didn't name 5 yet. You haven't named 5 yet. Yeah, I can't. He's Not top 5. Than... He's top okay, 5. Okay, then he's no, no, he's I just no. He's a clown. I wouldn't have. I him. won that. Billy argument. Donovan needs to get rid of him. He's a clown. I won that argument. When if you he think takes, I won. when he takes more than thirty shots, they lose. When okay. he hey, okay okay how okay, about okay okay he was four for twenty two. He shot eighteen percent from okay. the field okay. goal okay. against Dallas. Okay, I agree. Who was second to last in he's the West? He's having an all time bad shooting slump for an MVP. Player, Fit, he was three for twenty. Okay, okay, we don't need to Lakers. go. Over this. We get it, we get it. He's been bad shooting, but at the end of the day, he's still a top five point guard. And I think oh for eight. From listen, would you listen? I think that what he's doing right now, three. he's showing everybody that he is a team player, and he's letting Paul George be the scorer. Paul George and is the, the first MVP option. of that team. He's he, not even the MVP of his own team. Look, Russ is the heart and soul of that team, and he's letting Paul George be the first option. Steven and Adams is more look, valuable look, to that team. Okay, can you not agree? Can you not agree that uh, Russ has changed? When KD was there, it was hero ball, both of them, you know? Yeah. And obviously, KD wanted a more team system. Russ yep. was hero, wanted the ball for himself. And then. You know, he's changed. I think there's some respectability that that he's letting Paul George. He has no choice. They'd lose every Look, game. Russ, okay, you know damn well Russ would take the ball up and down the court all game if he wanted to. Then but why he, isn't he doing it? Because Why is he shooting 17%? he's being a good teammate. Why is it and he shooting can't, he's 17%? He's not shooting very well right now. Shooting 17% from the field is a, being a good Can teammate. Can we just get off of it? You just don't. You can't see clearly. My point being even is he's, he's not even the most even... valuable player on his own team. Yeah, right now, this season, he's he not. He shot 17% this against season, the Utah okay, Jazz. I don't know who you're arguing against because we both what? agree <laughs> Paul George is having a great year and he's doing better than Russ And they right won now. that game. So I'm just Paul saying. George is the best player on that team. You're not even the best player on your own team. 
Whatever. Stop. How can you be top five in any position if you're not even the best player on your own team? He drove away Harden. He drove away Kevin Durant. He will never win an NBA championship. I mean... Hot take. Russ, I hope you hear this. Well, I know you do because we're we're now on Apple Music and Spotify. And I know you're listening in. So, And if you Apple are listening, Podcast. thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate it. But, yeah. Russ, if you're listening, I know you are. You're a clown. Stop. This Russ, is a joke. I, stop, I don't Russ. even know why I'm still talking about this. Stop. I'm just raising just my own stop. blood pressure. Just stop. You're not even not even making sense at this point. Oh, just, I am making sense. Just move on to a new topic. Okay. New topic. Most valuable player in the NBA, though, LeBron James. Also valuable to the NBA brand. TNT, which holds uh, the Eastern Conference basketball games, is down 22% in viewership this year after LeBron's pilgrimage to the Western Conference. Okay, um, I mean, what can you say about LeBron? Like, people need to stop hating on him. I see all these things about hate and how it just, like, do you realize what his teams do without him and what they do with him? He's the single most valuable player to a team in NBA. He could carry any team, I'm convinced, any team ever, to a good spot in the NBA. Yeah. And um, uh, bringing back up uh, what what LeBron's worth is as a player. Yeah. Uh, I forgot exactly the number. I'm gonna rough rough this one. Okay. Don't fact check me on this. But uh, what LeBron was worth to the Cavaliers was over like two or three billion dollars, because when he came back from Miami, they were only worth whatever a billion. Which yeah. is what most sports teams are worth. Yeah. After they won the championship with LeBron, their net worth went up by two or three billion dollars. That's what he's worth. He's so valuable. He left the Heat with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh, and they didn't make the playoffs. He left the Cavs after they won he sixty games. What, it was sixty or sixty? Yep. Some after they won. Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference again. And they got the the last two first picks. In the, exactly. Yeah. They're in the lottery. Point Shit. being is, do not talk about LeBron. His greatness is unprecedented. We'll never see anything like it again. I'm I'm sure. Stop comparing people to LeBron. It's it's insulting. And and we're seeing it now. The Lakers were in contention for a top three spot in the West. Now they're not even in the playoffs as of right now. Yeah. I, I don't mean, think this injury is serious. I think after the All-Star break, we're going to see a version of LeBron that has scared some people before. You know, a playoff you know, LeBron. The, the guy that takes the Warriors to OT with yeah. J.R. Smith. Yeah, the OT with J.R. Smith. <laughs> That that game was probably the greatest performance I've ever seen from an athlete. Wow! Because here's what was so strange. It's almost like a like a Brady effect, right? So you got LeBron, 
who may not have the greatest stats, even though they're absurd stats, you know, compared yes. to everybody else. But his team overall, when he's on the court, is so much better. So much better. I mean, if you just watch the game, you realize, like, the guys he's playing with, George Hill. Who? Yeah. Who's George Hill? Uh, J.R. Smith, and then you got Tristan Thompson, and then Kevin Love was being a bum for the last finals. But Yeah, for sure. But you see them, and you see how they play with him, and it's just like he brings everybody. If they're all C players, he can bring you to a B plus. Just with his skill. And, yeah, the Lakers are exactly who the Lakers were last year. And, yep. really, why aren't the Lakers ever developing? I don't understand how D'Angelo Russell can be there for two years and not develop. And then he goes to Brooklyn, and he's he's having a career year. Yep. I really don't understand where they're developed. It's, it's not coming from anything. I don't get it. I mean, even the Cavs developed Kyrie. And For sure. Every every team pretty much has one player that they drafted that has developed. Yep. The Lakers, I can't think of one. No, it's yeah, hard. Kuzma was out the gate was that good. Yeah, exactly. And so was Josh Hart. And then you have Lonzo, who's gotten marginally better, and Brandon Ingram that gets marginally better. But they they were blue chips. Like, you know, top yeah. three Yeah, these picks. were legit. They were supposed to be the next stars in the NBA. And we get it. You can't hit every every draft. But it's unreasonable to think that Brandon Ingram, who has longer length than Giannis Antetokounmpo, can't score 25 a game with little coaching and development. It's, it just doesn't make any gross. sense. He, sh- he should be scoring 25 without thinking about it. That's how, that's how built he is to play basketball and score. It's unfortunate yeah. to see this because obviously LeBron's not going to make the finals again. This is I, the greatest uh, MVP case I think we've seen. For sure, it's ridiculous how oh, crazy to me. Like, Absolutely, he's making it without having to be on the court. Yeah, that's what it just showed you. Wow, insane! All right, we're moving on from the NBA. That's enough. I'm wow. That just gets me so like I get fired up about the NBA. I just—it's just so star-driven. You can get more attached, way easier. Like NFL, you know, we have our favorite players, but you know, how easy is it to get attached when you can't see their face? Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it's man. I'll fight about Westbrook all day. You're yeah, so I know. You need you to stop. So wrong. You need to stop. <laughs> all right, moving on. We're talking Pro Bowl. Uh, what are your thoughts about the Pro Bowl? I've never been a huge fan of the Pro Bowl. As a game, obviously it's necessary as a, you know. Accolade. Yeah, for sure. But as a game, it's not competitive. Fairly boring. Fairly boring. Uh, Guys aren't trying that hard. And when they do, they look like assholes. You know, uh, Sean Sean Taylor Taylor. (laughs) blowing up that punter years ago. Everyone knows that one. So it just doesn't make sense to me. Maybe... We can move into like a seven on seven game, or I really like the skills challenges. I think those They're are a fun. Lot of fun. Or when they do like AFC versus NFC dodgeball. That's yeah, fun. exactly. That stuff's pretty fun because we like these guys, you know. And it's not like the NBA where we get to see a lot more personality. Yeah, NBA, you don't get hurt, you know. That's NFL, true too. you tear an ACL any play, you break an ankle any Yo. play. It only takes one bad move. Exactly. But what I'm saying is like, in the NFL, we don't get to see a lot of these guys' personalities. Oh, yeah. 
you know, so it's really cool and like the challenges and like the dodgeball game and stuff like mm-hmm. that that we get to see these yeah. these pretty cool guys come out. You know we'll what I mean? See people race and stuff. It's fun. Yeah, no, it's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. So without any further ado, the best sports duo in the game right now and of all time. You know, we've won a couple Grammys already. Emmy We're nomination. Up for an Oscar. <laughs> yeah. So best duo in sports stock history. So already. It's yeah. Third episode in. Yeah, which is crazy to think. And if you are listening, thank you so much. Yeah. We appreciate we come the off millions cocky. of you guys. We come off cocky, but, uh, but truly we really we appreciate yeah. the, the ten people that do listen. <laughs> Fair enough. Without any further ado, this is our all pro team. I will start off first. Mike. Yeah, um, well, preface, we're not okay. doing NFC, AFC. It's nope. just all pro. Yep, just all pro from the regular season. Postseason does not count. And without further any, without any further, further ado, ado, holy cow words, uh, my quarterbacks this year, Drew Brees, number one, and Mr. Patrick Mahomes, number two. Yep, uh, it's actually going to say the exact same thing. Drew Brees, best quarterback for most of the regular season, yep. in our opinions. Yep. And Patrick Mullins, you know, he's a stud, so he deserved it this year, yeah, definitely. for sure. And moving into running backs, I have Zeke, number one, Todd Gurley, number oh two. And uh, as do I. <laughs> I think they're interchangeable, one or two. Okay. Uh, Gurley, um, he probably would have broke the touchdown record if uh, he was really aiming for that. Yeah. He's an all-around back, very, very, very important for that offense. Yep. Uh, Zeke, same thing. He's a uh, top top running back in the league. I Best think, uh, pass blocker out of the backfield yeah. for sure. And uh, now this one was tighter. You know, James Conner, Alvin Kamara, Philip Lindsay. I mean, Saquon. Yeah, Saquon. There were definitely some contenders this year for this. So, but uh, these yeah, are our best. You know, two. top. They were leading the league in rushing for sure. So that's a safe bet. You can't really argue that nope. they shouldn't deserve it anyway. Fair enough. Um, Moving into receivers, who do you got, Eric? I have Julio Jones, the man himself. Tyreek Hill, uh, Mike Evans, and uh, De- Demarius. No, I mean Michael Thomas. <laughs> Demarius, who? What? <laughs> All right, we we disagree a little bit on this. Yeah. My receivers are Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, and Adam Thielen. Okay. Now. Yeah, uh, Hopkins was a mistake to leave off my list. I'm gonna stick by my list though. Uh, I'm not gonna backtrack it. Uh, no, I don't buy into no the... fancy editing software on this <laughs> side, but uh, I I did leave off DeAndre Hopkins. Probably had the best year, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, you left off Tyreek Hill. You put no. Thielen though. Thielen makes sense to me. Yeah. I would. I Tyreek Hill is just a blow off the top guy. Just see how far Patty Mahomes. He's can probably throw. the best gadget all time. Who who's a better gadget? No, yeah, you know, right. like he is the all-time. He's probably the fastest player we've ever seen, like yeah. play wide receiver, and um, yeah, he does it pretty well. He's yeah, not, he's pretty legit. He's not like a great route runner or anything no. like that. But I just thought he had a good year, and Patrick Mahomes makes sense, so nope. I just thought he was in there. Fair enough. Who's your tight end? Uh, I got Kittle. You know, broke the all-time. Uh, tight end receiving. I yards. had Kittle too because his uh, Kittle, his run blocking. Yeah, he's a good is remarkable. He's a sixth offensive lineman. Yeah, uh, I really like Kittle. Um, I think he's uh he's very very good. 
Um, who else do you have for uh, Tyler? Oh, well, I mean, you. I put Zach Ertz as my number two. Not Kelsey. No, I put Zach Ertz. Really? Yeah. Kelsey had the most uh, receptions, I believe. I know, but... Oh, no, I Zer- like Ertz had the most receptions. What did Kelsey have? He had the... Most touchdowns. Something like that, yeah. But I, I'm i just more of a traditional tight end. Like, Jason Winton was always my favorite. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I think, yeah, Kelsey's basically another wide receiver. Exactly. I just was going off of uh, yards. You know, they had, a, they had great years. I don't think you can go wrong with either of those three. No. Those are the only real three in contention. I mean, you could put Eric Ebron. He had a great year, but. Yeah, he did. But not, not in the caliber of Kittle, Kelsey, and Ertz. No, for sure. All right. We, because most of our viewers don't. You know, yeah, we were going we to do offensive linemen. Because we're both former offensive linemen. We love the position. People, people don't care about offensive yeah. line, as sad as it is. Who was your favorite offensive lineman this year, though? Just to quickly. Zach Martin. Zach Martin. Yeah. My favorite is this guy. His name's Will Hernandez. Mm, stud. Yeah, left guard for the Giants. He's, he's going to be a future Hall of Famer. Big blue. Big blue, baby. Yeah. All right, moving on. He's probably, yeah. To the defensive side, who are your two DNs? Oh, we're starting with DNs. Yeah, let's do it. And Miles Garrett and Daniel Hunter. Those were your two. Yep. Who are your two? Demarcus Lawrence and Cameron Jordan. Mm. Um, you wait a second. <laughs> I didn't. Pick I know I goofed up D earlier Lawrence. in the show with the Ravens thing, but I I still stand by that stance. But you really are gonna look me in my face and tell me Miles Garrett and Danielle Hunter over Cameron Jordan and Demarcus Law, Demarcus Lawrence. Um, I almost went to Demarcus Lawrence. I watched obviously I watched all the Cowboys games. Um, he didn't, okay. he never took over games to me. DN this year was kind of a weaker thing. Yeah, for sure. They weren't really, there wasn't super insane sack totals except for Aaron Donald's. Uh-huh. And yeah, I just was, uh, Miles Garrett, Daniel Hunter. Physical That's, That was my, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. All right, who are I your D tackles? Uh, obviously Donald's going to be unanimous. Okay. Yeah, yeah Everybody sure. should have Donald. Then I put, uh. Akeem Hicks off the Bears. Okay. Yeah, I because I was watching, because uh, a lot of people were up like uh, Geno Atkins and stuff, but I thought Chris like, Jones. their impacts maybe were a little smaller. Okay. When I was watching the Bears, he was stuff in the middle okay. for the majority of the Yeah, year. for sure. No, he's a he's a badass I as a run stuffer for sure, mm-hmm. you know, because it's hard to rush the passer from a three-tech or yeah. even a nose. But yeah, that's what's so insane about Exactly. That... Wow, but no, my dude, my two D tackles are obviously Aaron Donald, and um, my number two is Fletcher Cox. I like Fletcher Cox. I just think he's a. Uh, they have so much depth that I think it's not overrated. It just he can shine a little more when you're getting a break, going back against the same O line that just got to deal with two fresh guys that come. Understood. Yeah, Understood. They have a lot of depth at the D line there. Understood. Um, All right, moving to outside backer. Yep. Who do you got? Obviously, Cleo Mack, he's a monster, man. Yeah, um, for sure. He's basically, he's a DN that sometimes you use as a linebacker. But yeah. His true, his true, he's a DN. Uh, and then I had Vander Esch. Vander Esch. Vander Esch? Yes. Uh, 
you know, you may think I'm a homer, but I honestly think, you know, he had a hundred some tackles as a rookie, uh, was leading the league in solo tackles for a while. Yep. Didn't even start in the beginning. I think he, uh, he, he deserves it in my book. Leighton van der Eich. Yes. Van der Eich. That sounds so like. The tackling Dutchman. <laughs> <laughs> my two outside backers. Khalil Mack, obviously, and a Mr. Von Miller. Safe. Uh, Von, safe, yeah, really safe. Von Miller's, um, you know, he just didn't play in a lot of important games, so I kind of... Exactly. I kind of lessened it a little bit. He's obviously a stud. He's For probably, sure. Two him, him and Mack are the best outside pass rushers. Yeah. Um, no yeah, doubt. It wasn't a bad pick, but... No. uh. What do you have this year? I don't. I, I think he double digit sacks again. Yeah. But. No. Yeah. But those two. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. For my team, I want heavy pass rush. Yeah. Plus, they're great in space. They can move around. Yeah. We uh we left out Jadavion Clowney. Could have been there. Yeah. Eh, I I'm never bought into his height. Me either. He's he's to me he's more of a freak athlete than a football player. I would and, agree with uh, you there, brother. We All left right, out JJ Watt. Yeah, also. that's true. That's true. As a as a D tackle or D end, depending on where they play. Yeah, where they um, play. JJ Watt's been. He wasn't overrated when he was doing good. I get a lot of hate because people love J.J. Watt. Yeah. But um, he, to me, is not the, you know, he's not, he's all-time, obviously, made a. For sure. But uh, just not not the biggest J.J. Watt fan. I don't know what it is. Okay. He just had two great seasons. His I, brother's a badass, though, TJ. Good family. I just think he gets injured too much for me. Okay. Fair enough. I, I'm, I'm with you there. What about your inside linebackers? And Luke Keekley and uh, Bobby Wagner. Very nice. Could have went with um, who else was really stuck I mean, this year? It's totally up to you. Like Jalen Smith yeah. plays middle. I think he should play outside. Um, who I, else we got? There was some. I mean, Luke Keekley's. Uh, he to me is probably the best backer in all of football. He's my. He's one of my favorites. He's just a total stud. I mean, when he's playing. His best game. There's there's not a better defensive player, I don't think. I agree. He my is the two, best defensive mind. Yeah, my two were also Keegley and Wagner. You could have had C.J. Mosley. I mean, this was just a year for him. I know? like C.J. Mosley. I just think uh, he, to me, he gets lost a little bit in the mix of all the great players. Yeah. And, uh, well, yeah. Keegley's the anchor of that defense. Mm-hmm. So and Bobby Wagner is just uh he's been a star for a while. Talent. They yeah. uh he's very uh he's overlooked a lot because for uh, sure. because of all the talent he was surrounded with. But yep. uh no he, he deserves some recognition. He's he's a, he's a, great he's player. a stud. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a huge fan. Yeah, him and Earl Thomas really the only stars left on that defense. Which is a shame because that defense was sick. Yeah, sick. Speaking of defense, we're talking corners now. Who are your four corners? Jalen Ramsey. Okay. Patrick Peterson, okay. Byron Jones, and a rookie, Denzel Ward. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I like this list. I think Denzel Ward, before he was injured, he was playing like the best corner in the league. Yep. He was locked down. I was really surprised, too, because I thought they overpicked. I thought he was a first-round talent, obviously, but top four, I wasn't sure on. But As I wasn't for sure either. He's just a little small in the frame. Yeah. So I was but, nervous about that. He started off the year with like... Three Fantastic. picks in like two games. It was great. Fantastic. I had two against the Steelers in mm-hmm. week one. Mm-hmm. That's Sick. crazy. My four corners, uh, Kendall Fuller, Stephen Gilmore, Denzel Ward, and Byron Jones. 
No Jalen Ramsey or Patrick Peterson. Nope. Jalen Ramsey's overhyped. Don't no. I uh, okay. don't buy into no, that. No, 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 no. The Jaguars are overhyped. Jalen Ramsey is all the stud that he came out as. Mm. Jalen Ramsey is a generational cornerback. He's gonna mm. be he's top one and You're two reaching. is locked down. You're reaching. Um Kendall Fuller to me he's more of a slot cover. Okay. Uh, I like him though. He obviously had a career year. He yeah. should be a pro bowler. Yeah. Yeah. And Stephen Gilmore? To okay, that's the one you messed up on. I think he's <laughs> he's really good. You know he is. But he to me I think Bill Belichick in that system. system. Okay. Yeah. Malcolm Butler was uh was a stud in that system. I think any system really makes you look good. Okay. Right. Fair enough. All right, free safety, who do you have? Harrison Smith. As do I. Could have had Derwin James, Eric Weddle, but I think our boy Harrison Smith was the clear cut. He's just he's an all around. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he can come down, thump, fill a fill a hole. Now are we just gonna ignore or take the Jeff top Heath. off? And, <laughs> yeah, we yeah we did ignore Jeff Heath. That is totally totally my fault. Fair point. Fair um, enough. Uh, I was gonna Earl Thomas. He very talented. He probably would have been if okay. uh, he didn't get injured. I yeah. mean, the first three games he played out of his mind. So yeah, true. Uh, Someone signed this man. Yeah. All right, uh, moving on. Strong safety. Who do you have? Landon Collins. This was a toss-up for me, though. Yeah, I have Jamal Adams. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a pick Yeah, it's fun watching Jamal Adams' highlights. He reminds me of a yeah. – he's just an outside linebacker, basically. Yeah. Did you see – He's mean. This about three hours ago, the Pro Bowl, uh, he tackled Patriots mascot. Oh, I saw that. And mascot was sent to the hospital. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a joke. No. Uh, well, you know, he thumps offensive guards, I would imagine. That yeah, mascot. he thumps guards and mascots now. Yeah, but uh, he was a stud. I hope they get more around. That Jets defense could be really good. Okay. They got some play. No, for sure, yeah. All right. And, and with Adam um, Gaze coming in. All right, what about your uh, kicker? Who do you have? All right, for a kicker. I think we I both think agree on this This is one. unanimous throughout the league. Kareem Hunt. Hunt. <laughs> Best kicker all time. <laughs> I don't think he missed a kick all year. He made the most most crucial kick. When it mattered for his team most, he came up and made the kick. God. Oh, the Patriots should be thanking him. Oh, forgive me, Lord. That is not right. Patriots should be thanking him, man. That is hilarious. We're not condoning no, violence. No. Don't, Unless don't she skew asks for it. it. Don't, <laughs> don't skew it. That's a joke. <laughs> Oh, we're kidding, we're kidding, we're, we're kidding. kidding. God. Oh, so sensitive. So sensitive. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> Kareem Hunt. That was that We're was just going to, you want to end it on that yeah, one? Yeah, let's on end that, it on, on that, that nice, note. bright note. Beautiful, beautiful show today. Thanks for tuning in with us. This is the SoFro Sports Show, January 25th, 2019. We talked NBA, NFL, little bit of the championship weekend, Pro Bowl. This is Billy. I'm Eric. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Uh, also, find us on Instagram, yep. Twitter, um, Facebook. We got to work on that one. <laughs> but we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. Anchor has been so great to us. Totally recommend you guys checking us out on all platforms. Yeah, please. More content coming soon. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye.